Hello listeners and welcome back to the Nerd Cops Podcast. Today our daring hosts tackle one of the biggest bosses of all time. That's right, this week we cover From Software Games. Partnering up as usual, we have newbie Nathaniel, confident Casey, and remorseful Renner. Be prepared to praise the sun this week and enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Nerd Cops Podcast, where we aim to protect and serve the sanctity of nerddom. I'm your host of this episode, Nathaniel, along with my co-host, Renner. Hi! Who kind of popped off there, and Casey. Greetings. Today, we will be discussing From Software and why people play the games. Let's dive in. So I'll go ahead and kick us off here by first just well, throwing on. myself under the bus. Yep. Before you get too far in, I would like to clarify that we are not necessarily talking about all from software games. We are specifically talking about the ones that have come out in a, anywhere between 2009 yeah. and, and 2022, which is Correct. the latest game. So like Demon Souls, Dark Souls... Sekiro, Bloodborne, and Elden Ring. Those are the Souls games that we are like. specifically talking about. Nothing really older than that, or, like, because those are something completely different that I don't think any of us have played. So, just right. just wanted to clarify. As that transition says, as I was saying, I am going to throw myself under the bus by saying I have actually played zero of these games. Um, so... That is why I'm going to lean heavily on my two co-hosts here and kind of guide this conversation. So before we dive in too much, let's just talk through our experience with From Software Games. So Renner, I'll go ahead and let you kick off because, uh, yeah, we'll do that. Well, so I'm I'm kind of in the same boat as you, Nathaniel, with the playing aspect. I've only really tried to play Dark Souls, and even then... I didn't really even get past the first boss, so and I just never played again. So um, just because those aren't my kind of games that I enjoy, but I will or enjoy playing, but I do enjoy watching a streamer or somebody on YouTube uh, playing those games, and that's gonna be more of like the side that I'm taking this week, this this week as like a viewer aspect, and not necessarily as somebody who is like hardcore into like playing the games absolutely and casey all right these two people do not praise the sun all right okay i get that reference though (laughs) (laughs) okay so i have to confess though i haven't played all of them yet i am in the middle of dark souls 2 i have beat the first one um but I have not got the honor of going back to Demon Souls yet, and I have not yet purchased Elden Ring. So, gotta throw that out there. Okay, but what about 3, Bloodborne, Sekiro? Elden- I have started Sek- uh, Sekiro, but I decided to put that on pause so I could actually finish Dark Souls 2 first. Um, I decided to just go in order. And also, uh, I would like to point out that I feel like Elden Ring is an un... Uh, unoriginal name because they have a game from literally 2000 called Eternal Ring. Wait, 
uh, From Software has one? From or? Software has a game called Eternal Rain that came out on the PlayStation 2. Hmm. Did, if there's actually a connection between them, though. I would be curious because I mean I know um, with Elden Ring, George R. R. Martin had something to do with it. I mean, the story. from the images that I am seeing, it it looks. I mean, it just looks like a a kind of more. What did you guess, call it? Eternal. It's called Eternal Ring. It it looks kind of more. It looks kind of similar. Okay, so there, there oh, is a different that. there is a different playing system. From what I can tell, it does seem like it is it is not very it's not really connected. Yeah, I it's not connected. connected. I'm not saying it was connected. I'm just okay, I was saying hoping it was. So. I felt it was unoriginal, but that's fair. But you can you can always rip off yourself. That's kind of the rule I take in life. So oh, God, what do you think sequels yeah. are? <laughs> True. They've already done it three times. Now, I do. I'm curious because the case that I'm looking at is actually from Ubisoft, not from software. Oh, are we sure that? I I am. I literally looked up from software wonder, video games. And I wonder if they bought it. Ubisoft later. did, or or vice versa. Oh, so it um, says that I'll, it's developed from. It's developed by From Software yeah. and published in North America by Agitech. So, so um, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. Let's not dive into that rabbit hole. <laughs> you um, can't trust the internet. Or else. <laughs> so, um, we? that's everyone's oh, no. experience. Oh, no, 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 not nope, what I, nope. no, 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 not what I wanted. I was, looking, I was looking at more images of Eternal Ring, and one of the things that popped up was a f <laughs> no why why ask questions you don't want the answer to let's move on uh, <laughs> I, cut this um, oh I, I, it's not getting cut but i'm just <laughs> i'm appalled i'm gonna need you to send some pictures no i don't want that <laughs> no okay so let's just start here i think this is a fairly open-ended question but for actually both of you um Right off the bat, so with Renner, what makes you want to watch it? And Casey, what makes you excited to play these games? So let's start with Casey on that one. Okay, I guess the appeal to for me, just a surface level for now, is, and mind you, I, I have to be in the right mindset for this, is the challenge, honestly. Like, there are so many games these days that just hold your hand. It's follow the next little way marker follow your compass over here and do this thing and rinse and repeat until you beat the game with a souls like game. It's just completely different. It's just, you explore, you adventure through it. You persevere through the challenge. And I can't think of another series that gives you that experience. Take it okay. or leave it. So, okay, cool. Same question. Well, so I enjoy watching it mostly because of the pure rage of the person <laughs> playing it is so funny to me. But then there's, but the, also it's just like there is the fun aspect of just like watching these people who don't necessarily get mad, but like you said, Casey, the pure determination of doing it. 
Yeah. It just like trying again and again and again to beat the same boss over and over again. You have to have determination. Either of that course. or you're a masochist. But <laughs> um, maybe <laughs> TMI. <laughs> um, but it, it for me, it's just it's fun to watch either the person like just get so fed up with these games. That they're just like, cool, um, I'm going to take a 10-minute rage break. I'll be back in, like, 10 <laughs> minutes. See you guys in a little bit. And then there's the other side of just, like, just watching somebody who's been trying to defeat the same boss for hundreds of times just finally get that victory. And everyone's just yeah. like, yeah! Woo! Let's yeah. go! Makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. In a way, y'all actually had similar answers then. It is really the difficulty level that is is appealing to you. So here's a few other questions that I have in terms of what does this, what does these, what do these from software games bring to the table? So um, in terms of story, how would y'all rate from software games? Is that oh, something okay. that people are looking into or is that more just, yeah, you know, there's a story, but that's not why we're here. I would like gonna, to go first on this one. I, I want you to go first. Yeah, go so for it. So for me personally, I feel like, like, and, and the thing is, is I will be honest, because I haven't played that much, I don't know 100%. But from what I do know, I personally feel like there is a a I, I this is gonna sound bad, but there's like a lack of story. But the reason I say that is because in order to find lore and to find story and find story items, you have to go looking for it in these games. You have to play the okay. game. Okay. Well, no, well, no, because the thing is, is <laughs> I, I I have I have witnessed somebody who has literally beaten Elden Ring go back and play it again because they realized they didn't get any of the story. All they had done was go through and fight as many bosses as possible. They have no idea that there was story elements to this because you have to look for it. You have to go and look for it. Because, like, I mean, I didn't even get through through Dark Souls because all I know is is like because i didn't feel like there was any story to it all i remember is waking up as like this as this soulless per as, or is not necessarily as a hollow but like because technically you're you you have your your soul still and then it's not until you die that you become a hollow um but like i didn't even like get past that because one i just kept dying and then gave up but then the the second thing is is like, had I not known, I would have just been going around trying to find story, but like having no idea because I would just keep dying, if that mm. makes sense. Like you have to want to find the story in order to find it. Interesting. So Casey, would you agree with that? Let's just start I, there. I mean, yeah. Honestly, I can't. I mean, I can't dispute that. That is absolutely correct. Um, I mean, you could absolutely spend, honestly, days, hours. <laughs> Reverse those. But <laughs> um, looking up fans theorizing YouTube videos, tr trying to make sense of it sometimes okay. on the story. But 
in the same way, that's part of the enchanting aspect of the of the game, I think. Um, that there's no it, story unless you find it? I mean, but the so, why. Yeah, but, okay. but the why. So, like, you wake up in this dark, crazy world, and you're having to do all these things, all of these bosses. Um, you know, you, you drink from, to heal yourself, you drink from a, a vase. I don't think it's a vase. I don't remember what it's called, but a thing of, with fire in it. Yeah, it's it's like a, I think they're called... Um... I want it to be a goblet of fire so bad. No. Well, let's it, let's make it, it so. It, it, but it's not a goblet of fire. No. It's, it's more of like it's like a potion bottle. Yeah. Let's be honest. And okay. it has okay. it has liquid fire in it because that's what heals you. It's it's one of those things that just makes you wonder why. And so, with that said, like you look into it, you start reading things, and again, this is also I have to say why I say I have to be in the right mindset to play these games. Hmm. I have to be in that zone, if you will. Um, <laughs> when I'm not, I'd rather go play Stardew Valley. In, in contrast, so <laughs> that's, that's fair. Okay. okay, very opposite. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, so, to kind of go along with that, and I think this actually might play into that. So. I kind of came up with a theory while looking into these games and want to run it by kind of both of you. So do you think the gameplay slash the difficulty of these games actually help with like immersion and realism? Like for, let me give an example real quick. So with just the story you were talking about, the fact that you don't know the why to everything, does that come off as like, yeah, that's how life is. We don't know the why of everything, but we know what we have to do. I'm going to show you. Or is it more like, nope, you're just, this is a mystery, complete mystery, and we should probably know more than we do, but it's still just fun to play. Um, Casey, why don't you kick yeah, us off Yeah, I was going to say, you, Casey, you go first. <laughs> Casey, you okay? Yep, I'm fine. <laughs> um... <laughs> gotta think gotta That's think okay so <laughs> um so if if you want i can i can rephrase it a little yeah, bit too it just just say little. It again. i'm sorry for casey i know immersion is really big for you because we've okay. talked about this a lot. what about the games help you immerse into it is it just the fact okay. that you have to play and you're trying to get better or is there something about the story and the actual gameplay as a combination that actually might be doing that? Okay, and that so. makes more sense to your like more sense than your like initial question because like your initial question like was talking about realism and I'm like there's like and I don't know if you guys have seen some of the Elden Ring bosses but like the there's like these gigantic monsters that don't exist that like are just these oh. absolute abominations. There's a there's a tortoise pope in Elden Ring, like, so, but I want to put that aside because I think I will actually come back to that. But let let's focus on this question first. Okay, I got you. I got you. Sorry, I just had to gather my thoughts. So oh, you're good. You're good. With immersion, story versus gameplay. So, like Renner said, and he's not wrong. Like the the story, it can just be flat out confusing and almost not there if you're not looking for it. He's not wrong. But between that, almost creating a mystery, wanting to know more. Again, he's not wrong. You have to want to know more to look for it. 
and the honestly it's the difficulty it it makes you have to be present playing this game I don't want to throw any other game like under the bus in this, but the other game that I'm, especially this one, because I love this game, but I'm actively playing Horizon Forbidden West. You can almost play a game like that on cruise control because you just go to the next marker, talk to the next person, go to the next marker, do the next thing, right? Where in this game, you you really can't be on cruise control. You have to be present while you're playing this game and i mean especially if you want the story like renner said you have to be paying attention you have to read the descriptions and while you're come like in 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 the gameplay and this and yeah in the gameplay you have to even the little even the little guys you have to be on your guard otherwise they'll swipe sideswipe you and kill you <laughs> so I, yeah i mean renner, for me that adds to the it. sorry i was just gonna say to me that adds to the immersion because it pulls me into that world okay as a whole that's fair renner do you I, have any other thoughts on that i don't it i think you said i i just like going like i just i don't necessarily know about immersion mostly just because like i'm mainly watching somebody else yeah. play it and yeah. And a lot of the times they're like either talking to chat or talking yeah. to the viewer if it's a video. So it's a little bit different. And that's um, not really why you're playing it or it, why you're yeah, watching no, it. Rather. That's that's yeah. not why. That makes sense. Okay, so he, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring realism back because I do actually have a question about that because because these games are notoriously difficult. Is is there a level of because, you know, I'm going to talk about a game I just recently finished is Guardians of the Galaxy. I love the game. It's really fun. Oh, the the, you, the one by uh, the newer one, not the. Yes. OK, cool. Because I was about to yeah, talk correct. about either the Telltale game or the the newer one. Both of them are actually really interesting because they both kind of yes. have similar aspects. Yeah. Huh. So with the with the newer one, like you, you know, you're playing as the Guardians of the Galaxy. You come across a giant creature. And depending on the level of difficulty you're playing on, it's it's manageable. It's really manageable, um, especially if you're playing on the level that I am playing on. <laughs> um, <laughs> Easy. So with, uh, maybe, uh, with the <laughs> Dark Souls games, is there a level of, oh my gosh, I've got to defeat that. And then it actually being really difficult to defeat that, that actually help with like a sense of realism within the game. Um, I'm gonna be honest, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Casey, across any of these that we're talking about, Dark Souls, Sek Sekiro, Bloodborne, Demon Souls, Elden Ring, you don't get that option. Like, D clarify, what, what option what do you, do you think I'm, I'm talking presenting about like a here? I'm, I'm, I think you're talking, I'm, I'm present, I'm talking about, like, the difficulty option. No, no, and that's what I'm saying is like because other games do give you that option and this game doesn't, does that actually help you like kind of give it a sense of realism that other games don't have because they do have those options? Make sense? I, that, yeah. I yeah, that makes sense. And and my answer is I wouldn't necessarily say that that matters. It like m maybe, but at the same time, like 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna be straight straight up and I will bleep this, but like all of these games have one difficulty setting and that <laughs> you and the console <laughs> or place or like anything that you're playing this game on. Yeah. I that second is, that. That's true. Like, so, so like I wouldn't necessarily say that that has anything to do with immersion. Okay. Okay. So well, before I jump into that, Casey, do you have agreements, disagreements, or are you pretty much I, like, yeah? No, I. I kind of disagree. Okay. Okay. Go I mean, for if it. We're, I like if, it. I like I it. I mean, if we're playing the realistic card, I mean, you don't get to put life on easy mode or normal mode or hard mode. I mean, it it is what you it is what it is. You I mean, get what life's handed to you. That's I mean, fair. I'm, I mean, I, I get your point as well. By all means, it none of you're right in this in terms of they don't give you options. It is what it is, and you have to figure out how to persevere through that. But with that said, if you were playing the realistic card in that way, that's I mean, that's life, bitch. I mean, that's that's <laughs> fair, and that's also getting censored. Um, uh, but but I, I think from my point, it like for, for just to further this, Casey, it's just like even in like because Dark Souls is set to you and the console you're playing on, it's yeah. literally. But there's still the aspect of oh, you can find buffs, you can find debuffs, you take multiple hits to, to before you die. Right. But it, whereas just like, I don't know about you, but if this literal 20 foot tall monster that is carrying a Warhammer hits me directly, I'm dead. Oh, yeah. Like, quick question but, with that. Uh, real, real quick, just for my clarification. Are you just a dude or a dudette? Either. The game? Yeah. That's You're the, just a person. You're correct. a human person. Okay. Okay. Basically. Pretty much. I mean, with that yeah. said, though. Is any game realistic? Besides uh, maybe Arma 3? <laughs> um, uh, actually, I'm going to be honest. Yes. I mean, I figured they are out there. No, but, th so one yeah. that I, w which we'll go into in actually another episode, but I will mention briefly, there is a game called Escape from Tarkov. Oh, God. As well as Rainbow Six Siege. Because the thing okay. is, is, in those games, yes, it's a first-person shooter. It's very difficult from this. But the other thing is, it's one of the only games that, like, it doesn't matter what size of gun you get hit with. If you get shot in the <laughs> head, you or this person that you just shot dies. I mean, touche. Yeah, I our, mean, that's absolutely true. Our armor definitely also works in a more realistic manner where it just mo mostly reduces the incoming damage to you unless you have a heavy enough armor set so i will say though the original question was not comparing which game is the most realistic i was just saying in a way it is realistic oh, well, I, I, well yes but that's why i was throwing in my two cents of just like i mean yes but no like yes, yeah. you're you're yeah. correct. Life also has has a way of going f in, in the place you were born. Yeah, but you're it, just making a lot of work for yourself with all these censoring. It's fine. You know what, Nathaniel? I just you one say word. one. You say one, Nathaniel. Just make everybody do it. Do it. Do it. Do it.
That's gonna Ooh. be a long one, and that's <laughs> that was that was nice. That was nice. <laughs> that that's me every time I play a From Software game. <laughs> that's me when I play Call of Duty. Oh. That me. I mean, same. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. That's me when I play like any video game. Just being real here. So not that I don't love it, but he's playing I'm my not private good. Porsche and cussing at it. <laughs> yes, plays plays Stardew Valley. <laughs> Absolutely. I hate you, Blob. <laughs> so, Place right, where Minecraft. <laughs> I mean, I think I will admit that's kind of all of the questions and notes I had. So, I mean, if y'all want to have like closing thoughts or any other thoughts well, y'all have out there, I mean, just say go for it. We still have time to discuss in the episode, C Casey. When we're talking about like the whole, so actually, no, I have a question. Do we do, so, Casey? Do do you? I actually have a couple of questions, and I, I and we'll answer them as I ask them. Casey, how do you feel about the statement of you kind of have to have masochistic tendencies to enjoy a like Demon Souls, Dark Souls style of game? I agree. I mean, I get your I get your thinking behind that question. I think it's a mindset, though. I mean, like, even for me, like I've indicated, I have to be in the right mindset for it. But if you start, especially nowadays, if you start a Souls-like game, for the most part, you probably know what you're in for, right? You know you're about to challenge yourself. You know what you're getting into, right? I wouldn't necessarily and... say that, but I can go into that after you've said that, after you've finished. Yeah, I don't really know how to answer. That. I tell you what, go into your point on that to contrast that, and well, so I don't know because the thing is, is like there can be somebody who is ma majorly into like the medieval fantasy, and you see Dark Souls like the first game's cover art, and it's just like, oh, cool, this is gonna be this really cool medieval fantasy style RPG, and it is. Except you go into it and then you find out, oh, ho holy shit, what did what did I just stumble into? Like, what what did I just buy? Yeah, because like, well, and and then you can either continue to play it. There are the people that continue to play it, or there's the people like me who are just like, okay, I've played this for a couple hours. This is not for me. But, like, going into it, if you don't know what these games are, and you just have a completely different mindset about it, you get pretty locked into how you feel about this game almost pretty, pretty quickly. I mean, that might be true. I mean, in all fairness, like, so to backtrack a little bit, I guess I gotta admit that, or I gotta say that my first exposure in total was actually Bloodborne. Growing up on the PlayStation, that game came out. I heard only the good things about it. or the original? Oh, probably the original, when when I grabbed it. There's a, wait, hang on, there's a remaster of Bloodborne already? Yeah, it came out in tw uh, for the PS4. Was, it, was that the remaster version? That was the remaster version. Oh. Okay, I played the remaster version. Sorry. That came um, out in 2015. Weird. All right. The more you know. Um, but either way, 
you know, this was before I knew what souls like games were. I did not realize what I was getting into. And to your point, dude, it just looked cool. It was dark. It was, I, lack of a better word, grimy. I don't know. Yeah. I think that's part of the allure. Like you were saying, it's just like somebody, Um, somebody who is into that medieval kind of fantasy look will see that and then be just like, Oh my gosh, that looks so cool. Cause a majority of like, medieval fantasy rpgs were like final fantasy yeah yeah very different other things like that and then there's this game yeah and now we have stuff like for honor and stuff like that which are are also like that very gritty dark kind of that that one is more pvp based than it is story based but still Um, like along that line of like yeah more gritty kind of fantasy style rpg and and there are some now coming out but the thing is is just like before though like these games came out like with demon souls when that came out it was a very much of a just like this is a new thing that's awesome you play it and you're like oh right yeah, and that, I mean, admittedly, that's the experience I had. I actually rented it from good old Redbox. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Um, yeah, you didn't finish that before your return date, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Not even close, bro. Um, but yeah, I tried it, and I was like, man, I really want to like this, but I just, I'm missing something. I suck at this. And I, I you know, obviously I returned it because I didn't want to pay more. Exactly. Um, and moved on with my life. Um then later I started hearing about, you know, Dark Souls, which at this point had been out for a while. I just wasn't knowledgeable about it. Yeah. And the first found out Dark Souls game came out four years 2000, prior. And then 2012? 2011. Right? And then okay. the second one came out in twenty fourteen. Okay. Three came out in twenty sixteen. Interesting. Yeah. And then and before so, Elden Ring it was Sekiro. Yeah. And so that's when I got intrigued after I learned that, that they were all, con- they were kind of connected and it was kind of the thing. Right. And I started looking into dark souls and just realized that or what I found out was dying was kind of a part of it. Like it's a part of the lore. It's a part of the story. It's a part of the narrative, if you will. And that's when I got intrigued, dived into dark souls and fell in love with it. And admittedly, I'm actually I will be going back to Bloodborne to conquer that again, but all in good time. <laughs> okay, and so one, so one, uh, and that makes sense, and that's that's honestly probably a good idea. So something that I didn't realize, and Casey, you can also tell me if you've heard of this or not, but From Software made a PlayStation VR game. I'm in. And it's a first. Oh. It's a first-person game. Uh, it, it's called uh, Derisine. Spell that, please. D. E with an accent. R A C I N E with an accent. Let me just read you the synopsis. Derisine is a first-person adventure game developed by From Software and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. For the PlayStation 4. The player takes the role of a fairy in an isolated boarding school who attempts to solve a mystery in virtual reality v- 
via the PlayStation VR headset. And purchased. I had no idea that they had done a first-person style game, much less that it was in VR. I had never even heard about this, but that sounds like something really cool. And this came out in 2018, so the year before Sekiro. Oh, dang. It must not have done... Uh Oh, yeah, it's... There, there's people that, are, like, IGN gave it a 7 out of 8. Uh, Metacritic gave it a 68%. So it must not... Because it was something new, and people are like, This isn't Dark Souls! Meh, meh, meh. It didn't yeah. do as well. But... Well. 70 is also not bad. That's just average, though. Oh, well, I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But then there's, like, Dark Souls 2 that has a 89%. Demon Souls, 94%. Dark Souls 3, 94%. Yeah, because that's what we want from, from software. That's what I'm saying. That's what yeah. I was saying. It must yeah, not have done as well because... I mean, to be fair... As a whole, VR is a very new platform that people are still very much trying to get used to and learn the ins and outs. Well, I just think I'd well, okay, but that's that's a different conversation. But that's, yeah, VR, that's a whole other podcast. But, but VR, <laughs> right? I, I will say that VR necessary. Uh, let me hold on. Let me just do a little real time research really quick. Uh, While you're doing that, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Um, it is actually pronounced Durasane. Durasinate. My bad. So people don't destroy you in the comments. So Durasinate. Yeah. I would have butchered uh, okay. that too. So <laughs> just just you know, to 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 kind of like rebuttal what you just said about VR. VR Frick. was first made in nineteen sixty eight. And then the like first only game like yes like the the first vr game was created in 19 or uh yeah in 1968 i'm, I'm gonna throw this out there as someone as someone who grew up with the playstation i toy i will just still say no matter what that talk the technology that casey's referring to has not been around that long i mean yes there might be I things was just that saying are virtual similar. reality. Virtual reality yes. itself has been around for a while. People just don't want to touch it because it is a different animal. And I, I think we yeah. might be on the let, let's I, I will say I do still just feel like this this might just be a podcast in and, and of itself. And one we day. can. That's why I said so I'm just, I was just giving that little that little re rebuttal. And also Absolutely. the listeners by now know Ooh. that that's my job. I am the derailer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back to this everybody yes, don't worry yes um yes yes what was but, your question um uh i i don't necessarily think that it was a um a question but i mean i think it was more of a do you guys happen to know and you can do on the fly research if you like do you guys happen to know of like any other games that kind of fit this style of the whole like like so, the like the immediate Souls like Souls like what Souls like Souls yeah Souls yes. what they're known as yeah Souls like games but not even necessarily so, Souls like games but also like just like the whole like they have like they are set into the whole thing that I said earlier about the like the hardest possible settings 
for difficulty, and you can't change that. Okay. Hey, have, we, have we heard of Mortal Shell? Yes. That was I another one. I know what that it is, but I have not... Oh, I have heard of it, but I have not played it or really know what it is. We'll just give the part of Steam that I can see. So, Mortal Shell is a deep action RPG that tests your sanity and resilience in a shattered world. Your adversaries spare no mercy. Dot, dot. Oh. Yeah. So, seems, now, I will like say... Qualifies. I will say, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I will say, though, that at least as it sits right now, Mortal Shell does kind of follow the... This is... This, I'm just going to, based off of what I'm seeing right now, this is just a Dark Souls clone. A little bit. And That's I was going to... I was about to add to that a little bit. I'm hoping that, honestly, they run with it because it was a beautiful game. It, it's, it's fantastic. It's fun. If you love souls-like games and you've played all of them and you want more try mortal shell it'll be fun um but kind of to renner's point is that this one particularly at least i found did not have this even the how do, how do i say like story intrigue like you at least for me dark souls felt like they were laying a foundation for a story they were they were giving you little snippets that you had to dig into you had to think about you had to contemplate where mortal shell was a little hollow in a way ha, in the get story it. get it because 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 uh, you can be hollowed in dark souls <laughs> yeah also hollow knight is another fun little shout out um to nathaniel's question wait or was that renner's question it was my question renner's question sorry um although 2d a little bit more cartoony it is definitely souls like and it is super fun metro uh what is it metroidvania style game are you talking about metroid as in like samus Yes, but it, it's also known, I mean, if you look on Steam, it's also known as kind of a style of game. Metroidvania is kind of that 2D side-scrolling insanity platformer game. Okay. Are you, yeah. are you saying that those are similar in a sense? They are similar in terms of how you move around, maybe, I guess is what I would say. It, it's like, so it's like 2D and it's kind of the whole i mean honestly the original super mario brothers is um is kind of a metroidvania game in a way oh yeah it's a 2d side uh yeah, 2d side scroller it, it i mean it's literally a user tag i think on steam so i'm not making this up listeners back me up here or don't <laughs> But I'm just saying, like, seriously, if you have not played Hollow, if you love the Souls-like, like a little challenge, but wanted a little bit more lighthearted, Hollow Knight is awesome. Yeah, but, yeah. and that's fair. Hollow Knight is, is, is definitely a harder game, especially just downloaded. Um, something that I was going to bring up is because, like, a lot of the times, like, it's not necessary. Like, a game has those... Um, what's the what's the word um those difficulty settings but like you can do something in the game and make it like even if you're playing on easy mode i mean i think it was uh one of the it was either 
Uh, geez, why can't I remember the name of the game series? It was either um, Metal Gear or it was <laughs> Gears of War that there was an Easter egg that if you did something in the game, you then made it literally impossible for you to play it. Hmm. I don't remember that in Metal Gear. I'm pretty versed in that one. Might be Gears. It might be Gears. I don't mean I also I'm. It's possible that I also didn't do that. So I mean, could I be mean, but one. then but, there's. I mean, Gears has. I I wouldn't necessarily say it's to the same level, but like Gears itself, like even if you're playing on easy, is a difficult game to play, which is why yeah. they have, especially in Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain, they have like the chicken hat. Which 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 literally make like baby mode. It, that's yeah. what the chicken hat does. It does, yeah. Is, li is literally you'll like get because like even in easy you can get spotted by enemies and stuff and they'll start shooting at you. Now their aim isn't necessarily great, but it's still like enough to where it will kill you. And then there's right. the chicken hat where enemies will see you and then just laugh at you and then ignore you. Right. <laughs> I can honestly say I never actually earned the chicken hat, but I have actually seen YouTube videos of it, and it's hysterical. I love it. Yeah, I, I've i never used the chicken hat. Um, yeah. But it, I just know that, like, that's, that's like, the opposite of a From Software game. Right. That's exactly. the polar opposite to a From Software game. That's a different podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it is not. We are not. We are not doing this again. <laughs> Um, I'm just trying to think of, um, whether or not, because I had another question and now I have to remember what it is. Um, oh, character customization across these games. Mm -hmm. They were like, yes, there was a decent type of character customization with classes and stuff. But then there's Elden Ring, where, like, people are, like, full-on, like, creating, like, these either abominations from what I'm seeing on social media, or, like, they're perfectly recreating a person or character. Ooh, really? I want to make Geralt. Let Just me, saying. Let me, let me see if I can find that. Uh, oh my gosh, that Elden would make my day. Elden Ring. Geralt. Yep, literally one of the... Uh, here, I will... Challenge accepted. I will copy and paste that for you in there so you can watch that. Like, somebody literally... Like, look at the... Just look at the cover of that. Like, that's literally... Like, that's Geralt with just a shorter beard. It's amazing. Like, people I... are just re... Like, you're just... Like, just 100% able to do that. That's like, amazing. Whereas yeah. just like I if I remember from like Dark Souls, like I couldn't really customize my character all that much. Like I could obviously I could like choose what class I was gonna run, which would then give yeah. me access to specific weapon types and stuff like that. And then also, I don't know if if you think this is cool or not, Casey, but just in Elden Ring, they just decided, yeah, we'll add spells. <laughs> right. I mean, 
Okay, so I mean, that's a whole other conversation. So, I mean, a lot of people are actually complaining of that Elden Ring has almost, let's say, quote-unquote, easy mode, where you create, like, a spellcaster. Actually, that's in Dark Souls as well. And I'll be honest with you, that doesn't bother me. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I feel like that just, like, it's not necessarily easy mode, because, like, I've seen people who, like, use the most, like, OP spells, and even then, like, it has an insane, insanely long cooldown. Yeah. As well I mean, as it also, like, it only does, like, half health on some of the bigger bosses. Yeah. I like, mean, having done both, I will say still, spells, I mean, a, a, a mage, I guess, if you will. Mage is a little bit easier, um, admittedly. But... If you want to experience the beauty and the art that is Dark Souls, and that's what you want to play, do it. Haters can go away. I don't care. Haters can suck a fat I was thinking it. I wasn't going to say it, though. Oh, I, that's <laughs> why I, I used my soundboard on this one, because I technically didn't say it. <laughs> I appreciate that. But yeah, I mean, like... If you are intrigued, if you love that fan, like you were saying, Renner, if you love that fantasy, the the dragons, the armor, the medieval stuff, and you want to experience play Skyrim. It, no, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that you can play on cruise control like no other. Oh, definitely. I was, de I was, I just said I was kidding, but I feel like it makes. I I feel like it just makes a better. It does more fit though. I think it, or I don't necessarily want to say it makes it better because I haven't, I don't have the input on that. Nope, but you don't get to say that. I don't get to say that. But I will say, I do think it makes it makes it more of the whole like medieval fantasy vibe because they added it. Wait, I'm sorry. Added, added what part? What are you What are you referring to exactly? Like, uh, like how I was mentioning how like dark like earlier in the podcast when i said like dark souls was like one of the first things where it's just like oh cool a really gritty non-anime style fantasy medieval game that's an rpg okay yeah 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 it, but but like now with the spells added it makes more of a um like it it fits more of the um fantasy the fantasy aspect, yes, that's what yeah. I'm trying to say. Trying yeah, to say. there you go, there you go. I got your back. Yeah, no, I I agree. I mean, and I mean, you can ask Nathaniel. I love fantasy. It is probably my favorite genre, just across the board. Um, so the only other thing I'd like to say before we end is, you know, obviously with all this, we're not really talking about Elden Ring that much. We haven't had experience with that. So if you have experience with that game, let us know if that has changed with that game. So. Overall, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nerd Cops podcast. If you think you or if you want, you can follow us at the links in the description and let us know what you think of From Software Games and we will talk to you later.